Are you tired of the music in your gym? Do your workouts bring the right energy, but you've got dead spots in your playlist that just don't match up? I know exactly what you're talking about. Every trainer loves bumping M&Ms till I collapse. But no trainer or client wants to hear that 28-second slow tempo buildup that comes with that amazing song. That's the problem with playlists. You have to go through an entire song just to get to the next one. That's why DJ mixes are perfect alternative for working out when compared to a playlist. They mix the hype part of the music together when you need it to bring the energy. And then they can drop the beat down low and chill for when you're hitting the cooldown stretch or even in between an intense interval. You now can have a DJ inside of your gym every damn day with Reflex Radio. Reflex Radio provides trainers and gyms the ability to make every workout an experience with curated mixes synced to match the intensity of their planned workout. It's simple. You design your workout inside of their software. You then assign a flex level to each part of the workout. You can make it chill during the warmups and then let it slap and hit hard when your members need it the most. You choose the genres that you want mixed in and boom, you've got a custom DJ mix that fits your class flow perfectly. Guys, if you have not already registered for a two-week trial of Reflex Radio, head on over to reflexradio.com. That's reflex radio. Dot com and you can sign up for a two-week free trial. Please, your members deserve it. Your music experience deserves it. Head on over to reflex-radio.com and get signed up for your free two-week trial. What is up, kids? It's Stu, and it's another episode of the What the Fuck Gym Talk podcast discounts. So, my boy, Dr. Sean Pastucci... Uh, Pastooch. It's not Pastucci. I, I, I kind of like Pastucci better. Um, my boy Sean posted a, a, a post today on the gram, and I have a response to it. Me and him are going to probably go back and forth in the comments and on our text messages, and it's always fun when I get to riff back and forth with someone uh, who's as smart as Sean uh, and that I respect um, as much as I do. So Sean had a, a good post and had a beautiful photo of himself. He's very photogenic and you've never seen him. He's one deliciously hot pool of man chicken. And uh, it said something to the effect of like discounts are attacks for um, like shitty product, like unremarkable, like for low quality products or something like that. So essentially he's saying like Discounts are attacks. You know, let me because I want to pull it up exactly. I want to make sure I'm not bastardizing what Sean said. Um, here it is. Eh, discounting is the tax paid for being average, and I love that quote. Kinda. The, where that quote originated from is there's a really famous quote called "Marketing is the tax paid by unremarkable companies." Meaning if your company isn't so great that everyone's talking about it, you're going to have to pay for marketing. Like if what you're doing isn't catching fire in your town and people aren't talking about it, you're going to have to pay for marketing. And let's be honest, 97% of small businesses will have to pay for marketing. Very few unicorns are going to do something so amazing that it just crushes and their marketing efforts can be organic uh, and not have to do any paid marketing. But the rest of us, we're going to have to do paid marketing to get the word out there. 
because what we're doing maybe is not so crazy unique and special. Now, I like what Sean's saying. Sean is talking about, and I didn't read the context of the post, which I should have, but I'm driving, and it's not safe, kids, to fuck with your phone while you're driving. It is completely safe to record podcasts, though. So just let's like get that straight. Um, and, you know, I just commented uh, while, I was, <laughs> while I was driving. I commented and said, bro, uh, I got some questions. I want to get some, you know, viewpoints on a few scenarios. Um, I have encountered the, uh, the trend in the, the like micro gym guru space where guys coming out and they say things like never ever discount a gym that discounts is worth shit and it just devalues your product. And, and while I get where they're coming from, uh, the business acumen inside of me, right? Basic economics, a history of, of business and how things work would say otherwise, okay? Now, everybody who likes to jump on the do not discount bandwagon points at products like Apple or Ferrari or Gucci. These 0.001% brands that are absolute unicorns. Like nobody ever, like nobody at Apple ever has to advertise. Why? Because they are the shit, they are Apple. There is no other product on the market like Apple. Same with Gucci, same with fucking Prada, same with Lamborghini, all those brands. Unfortunately, kids, your small business isn't that. It might be one day, I sure as fuck hope it is one day, but my guess is that you're part of the actual 99.9% of us that you're not so empowered by brand. Your brand is not so well known that you do not have to afford any discounts. And the fitness industry, SoulCycle is such a brand. SoulCycle offers no discounts. They might run a promotion every now and then where it's, you know, you buy like a, a 20 pack of classes for a slight discount or you get some swag or something, but like they do not typically run discounts. Now, does that make them a better business than you because you run discounts? No, they just have ascended into something unique. Like I said earlier, they are a unicorn in the sense that they are so remarkable in what they do because they are. Like if you're not, and I, if, you, if you just think they're a spin studio, you need to fucking educate yourself on the actual history of our industry because they are absolutely pioneers and unicorns in our industry. Now, Sean's statement that discounts, you know, um, our attacks, you know, it, for businesses, you know, that uh, for being average. I believe that we need to look at it from an actual business perspective. So here's how it actually works, kids. All right. In, mar- in business, so your small, your average small business owner, your average micro gym owner, generally they're going to have to pay for marketing because as we just discussed, marketing is a tax that has to be paid by most businesses because we are not unicorns and crazy unremarkable, okay? So generally you are paying what we call a CAC, a client acquisition cost to get a customer. So maybe you pay Mark Zuckerberg, um, you know, you're paying 45 bucks a lead, right? Or maybe you go to a health fair that you paid 300 bucks for and then you got marketing material which cost 100 bucks and then you hand out a bunch of cool sunglasses and food and drink that cost 300. So you had a cost there. If you acquire any clients, you have a CAC, a client acquisition cost, 
all right? Now stay with me. If you market on the front end, you are spending money to acquire the customer. I believe there is nothing ill to be said about the micro gym who maybe does not spend money in paid marketing. They focus on organic, gorilla, unpaid marketing, but they have a good front end offer. A free class, 25% off your first month, buy one, get one, like whatever it may be. I don't care what it is. Essentially, what that business is doing is saying, well, we're not gonna have any real client acquisition cost. Our cost is gonna be discounting our service to attract and convert that new customer on our front end or evergreen offer. If you haven't heard me talk about evergreen versus front end offers, scroll through the podcast, enroll in Microgym University, it's all in there. Um, but they're, it's the same thing. So, you know, if you market, you have to, you're spending money to get that customer, okay? If you don't market, but you offer a reasonable discount, you're still spending money to get that customer, and it's actually probably cheaper to discount your service than it is to actually market. In fact, I will say with utmost certainty, it is cheaper to discount your service than it is to market. And here's why, fuckers, marketing has got variables you're not in control of. Sometimes your marketing is great, sometimes it's bust, you know, it all depends. It depends on the platforms you're marketing on. It, marketing is a volatile cost. It is not fixed. Your discount, though, could be fixed. You could offer a free week. You could discount the first session. You, whatever the fuck it may be, it's fixed. You know exactly how to handle it. So, again, I'm not, I'm not you know, Sean's point is he, he doesn't want you guys and the gyms he works with and the people who follow his content, um, which we share such so much of the same audience you know together so i'm i'm with him on this we don't want you guys pulling your pants down and getting proper fucked without even being taken out for a steak dinner and no lube we don't we don't want you getting you know absolutely screwed because you you know you discounted your product so low on that front end offer like i'll see gyms that offer like 60% off i'm like all right well you sold a bunch but when you go to bring up the fair market value there's no way they're going to want be able to afford it it's it's too big of a difference Right, like, what generally when I see discounts for gyms, you know, where you know they might be discounting twenty five percent, or like if you run a front end offer, like Urban Movement, Urban Movement does, it's our call our reset series, seasonal, buy one month, get one month free. That's a big fucking discount. That's fifty percent off two months. That's a big discount. Now, again, I believe based on the model, if you're a volume based model. You have to market. There is none of this marketing is, you know, only for the, you know, uh, marketing's attacks for the unremarkable. Yeah, if, if you're a volume-based model and you're not a unicorn, you are going to have to market. It's just the name of the game. If you're a quant or a quality over quantity model, like maybe one of Sean, the gym Sean works with, that they're only going to have 150 or so members and they're going to be a very high price point, then maybe you can get away with more organic-based marketing. And, and not have to worry about attracting the masses because you'll probably have higher retention and so on and so forth. But at the end of the day, and I don't think Sean's villainizing the use of a discount, um, I, I, but, I, but I know that there are guys out there, I can think of them very specifically right now, that make posts that essentially talk about how if you discount, 
you pretty much don't know what the fuck you're doing and you're worthless. Like you're a bad gym owner, you're devaluing your product. And then there's all these little minions of people who read that and they read that headline of the blog post or watch the fucking Instagram reel where some twat fucking says that and they just, they regurgitate it and they have no fucking clue what they're talking about. Like they have no business acumen bone in their goddamn body to justify that except for the blog article they read or the Instagram post. So I just want to arm you guys with both sides of the coin. Marketing is not does not mean you are marketing is uh, something most of us have to do. Discounting does not mean you devalue your product because also this. I mean, I literally just did a disc. We just literally did an ad campaign for a gym where we discounted their price thirty percent, but we raised the MSRP. That way, the discount actually brought the price to exactly what they need to make. So I mean, like discounting is a psychological kind of consumer warfare tactic as well. Like, you know what you need to make per customer. At least you should. And if you don't, get on a call with me. But if you do, you know what that is. Well, when in your advertising, raise the price up so the discount still puts you where you need to be. That is a tactic used by businesses everywhere. Like, everywhere. So is a discount bad at that point? Well, it sets the psychology for the consumer that you're... No, shut the fuck. I I don't believe that. I don't believe that the consumer's like, oh, these guys offer discounts? Fucking pussies. They must not value their product. Well, I'm going to take advantage of that discount and think very little of them in the process. And I will tell my friends and family and coworkers that, yeah, I'm going to this gym and I got a sick discount, but they don't value their product. So once my discount's over, I'm fucking Audi. Like, no, I I don't... (laughs) Like... Maybe like at a at a point zero percent chance that that happened. I don't know. I I don't see that happening at scale to where it's an actual issue. I just think it's very easy to paint the broad stroke and tell everyone that discounts are horrible when really you could break it down and I can educate you guys so you can make your own educated decision and realize this is business. There are discounts in business for the vast majority of us. And if you wanna keep flinging fucking Apple and Lamborghini in my face as examples, then cool. Show me that you're the Apple or Lamborghini of the fitness industry. And then I'll be like, yeah, sure, you probably shouldn't discount. But you're probably not. You're like the vast majority of the bell curve. You're trying, you're doing your best, you're trying to get by, you're trying to be a good business owner, you're making good moves, sometimes you make bad moves, you need more members in the door, you can strategize your discounts accordingly and not feel like a, you know, uh, a valueless entity, someone who doesn't value their thing and is going to be like that cheap, you know, the cheap mattress store that you see in every town that has like liquidation sale going out of business. And it's like the same ad they've been running for four years, right? You don't have to have that six week challenge gimmicky, you know, discount, you know, kind of sleaze fucking angle. You can run a discount, make exactly the amount of money you want to run, run it periodically so there's no ad fatigue and you can still have a good sense of urgency with it when you only run it quarterly or something like that. And, and you can do that instead of having to spend money in marketing because so many of you are horrible at marketing. Like, no offense. You don't know how to do creative right. You don't know how to fucking write copy. You couldn't figure out a Facebook pixel if it, you know, kicked you in the ass. Your landing page is non-existent. If it is, it might suck. Like, marketing requires so much. But having a good front-end offer, like, that's controllable. And you could come up with one easily with you and your team that works for your business, your logistics, the way you onboard people, all that. So anyway, that's my thoughts. Sean, I love you. 
Pastucci. Maybe I'll get him on the... Uh, uh, I may be wrong, but I doubt it. Me and him could argue about this again. But um, anyway, guys, let me know your thoughts. Anyone from Sean's camp, make sure you forward this over to him. And uh, yeah, guys, until I talk to you in the next podcast, have a great fucking day.